0: Some mornings, after a bit of yoga, I might have a spot of tea or some cocoa, and I sit in the open-air basement of the Halls of Pudding, and consider the birds, bid the river a year. I look to the sky and wonder, hmm. Escoffier, it seems, the legendary French chef, started a great many things in culinary history. His pursuits defined an age. He made the mother sauces, and he took it from there. He had a wife named Mary Louise. And I wonder if it was she or was it Mary Louise, second empress of the Napoleonic Empire, as it were, who would be the namesake for a rare but well-loved pudding trifle that sparked my curiosity. I did a bit of searching. I searched through my library, found but a pamphlet, some fanatic blog from a few years ago, and I said, "Ah, this won't do." So I set forth a note, sent it with the post to the north, and I wrote down another note, and I sent it to the post to the south. I said, here, here! Please join me around the table to get to the bottom of this, Mary Louise, and get to the top of
1: pudding master.
2: Master, master.
0: Yes, welcome to another adventure in the halls in the bowels of pudding and since we're here let us relax a bit take off our parkas put on our sport coats Grab a bowl and a spoon and celebrate pudding with your humble host, me, on the organ, Gerald Blancmore. Sir de la Mer, poet, historian, Englishman, I offer you my eternal apologies as I take my knives out and butcher your beloved poem, Napoleon. What is the world? Oh, soldiers. It is pudding. Pudding, this incessant snow, this northern sky, soldiers, this solitude through which we go is I and I and pudding. And off we go. Season 2, Episode 3, Pudding Masters. (laughs) Joining me as it were and as it is, modern pudding scholar, pudding master, compatriot, partner in crime, Professor Maguire, welcome back to this, to Pudding Masters.
2: Gerald Blancmange. We sit in early February, heavy puddings and light puddings, sweet and savory puddings. I say to you and I say to your audience today, I and I, I am pudding. And the world will be a better place. We share pudding daily in the classroom. We share the inspiration through this program, through the masses it is indeed a pleasure to be here for Season 2, Episode 3. Thank you very much.
0: You're welcome and welcome indeed. You've been around, you've been hither and yon, and you're putting adventures. And as we like to start things off now, please take a, your holiest book and give us a reading from the tome the that you've brought.
2: The timing is such where it is in season cold snow where you are cold no snow where i am and i reach for the book the book of course is pride in pudding by our friend regular yes
0: ah regular
2: and it is the book um where i turn to for inspiration and i turn to a bookmark page in pride and pudding 340. And as I did, I reached into my cupboard and available to me for my tonight will be a raspberry vinegar. Oh. So, with your indulgences, page 36 of the book, Fried and Pudding, our friend Regula, who you could find at Miss Foodwise, W I S E, on the Insta. Vinegar. Vinegar can be served with very heavy puddings. Or as a little sour lift in a very sweet one. Vinegars were a very important part of medieval and Renaissance cuisine. Rinse the raspberries and put them in a ceramic bowl. Crush the fruit with a fork and add cider vinegar. Cover the bowl with plastic wrap and store in a cool, dark place for three days. After three days, strain the vinegar and discard the pulp. Transfer the vinegar to clean bottles using a funnel. Leave the bottle for a month in a cool, dark place. It will be autumn by then. The, vin- the vinegar will keep for at least six months, but I have used it for much longer. The taste doesn't really change as it ages. It just gets a little more pungent. Raspberry vinegar, page 340 of the book, fried and Pudding. Regularly, use one. Oh, it's the reading, Mr. Thank you, thank you. I read the book, I've prepared this recipe, and I have it available to me as inspiration and required reading, very simply put.
0: Thank you, uh, Professor McGuire. And it seems we do, of course, have a third member of this party. Fresh from the stacks, bringing the research and taking it back in a timely manner. Pip the Pudding Librarian, hello! How are you? Good day, friend. We realize you're busy and you always have something better to do. But we thank you for taking time out <laughs> of your day.
3: We'll finally
0: recognize
3: I, think. I do have a question... Have you regard for pulp? Have you, when you disregard the pulp,
2: it can simply, in my usage, yes, um, is is reused. Um, I can put it on, for instance, the morning yogurt or perhaps Mm. some oatmeal.
0: Well, that's hardly disregarding it, that's not disregarding.
2: I will only quote the book and make my variations. Where I see appropriate,
0: I'm sure regular just opens up a window and says Gaudy yes, Lou just and just hauls forgot. it out.
3: Whew. I have no regard for you. Yes,
0: disregard.
2: Well, the what what perhaps uh, could be said is, with the vinegar, adds some fresh raspberries
1: mm. to
2: make. And we, I will not speak to the editor. I will not bring it up. It is a conversation to have amongst ourselves.
0: Okay. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. Indeed.
3: Indeed I mean, I guess I was thinking maybe for a garnish,
0: Mm.
3: a fresh raspberry, but not for the disregarded kind, because it's been disregarded.
2: (laughs) There are times, there are times in the book, Mm-hmm. Where we use it as a departure point,
1: huh? as a
2: guidance through the woods, as it were,
1: mm-hmm.
2: into the open spaces. And my purpose in, in reading that um, is twofold. Again, I have uh, some out of the cupboard, ready to go. And the other is I can separate now. I can use it as a departure and say, all right, fresh berries, perhaps... I'm like, mix up a little cream and use it as a starting point.
0: Creme. Mm, Creme.
3: The
2: Creme. Uh, Okay.
0: Well, it's wonderful to have a quorum Mm -hmm. once again here. The pudding holds. I, Gerald Blancmange, Professor Maguire, Pip the Pudding Librarian, and Pip... Yes, sir. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you sure. to see another installment of Pip's Pudding Points with Pip, the librarian. Pip, take it away.
3: Today, my friend, we should talk about the who would Wouldn't that be Are you familiar?
0: I believe we had it a long time ago. But no, please refresh my memory and the collective memories is putting masters everywhere.
1: Well, as
3: you know, Marie-Louise was the second wife of Napoleon. Ah. And she was born of the Holy Roman Empire. Uh, the second daughter, I believe. And Not the first. she married... Oh, the first. Oh, oh thank not you. Not
0: the first, the second, yes.
3: yes. No, not the first, <laughs> And she married Napoleon, and then he died.
1: Ugh.
3: And they always die, husbands. And then she married two more times. Oh. After Napoleon, can you imagine? <laughs> so many husbands. <laughs> And uh, anyway, and we're not going to talk much about her marriages today. We're going to talk about her cake. It's a pudding. It's a ghetto. The gâteau is uh, it's it's an interesting concoction because there's a few different variations. And one, when you bite into it, you think it's a, a thick sponge. The way it looks and but you bite in it into it and it's as soft as a cloud. And mm. almost like a souffle. And it's 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 the way you whip the egg white. So if you beat the egg white with the sugar, you ha- you do it just right, almost like you're making mm, a meringue. And then but you have to add also the flour. So you have the butter, the flour, Mm, the sugar and the eggs and that's really all it is now sometimes after it's cooked you can add a fruit on top or before it cooks depending on how you want to do it some may say friends you might want to put on a disregarded raspberry.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't I would like a pressure like (laughs) that. I'm not sure. Maybe a vinegar would be okay with sugar. I don't know. I mean, perhaps. I don't know. But that's that's one way you could do it. And uh, there's another variation of the gateau that has, it's almost like a trifle. That has a wall. Like a wall around a country so it can't have the invasion. And the wall is built either by a cookie or some chocolate, so it's made completely like a, by a springform. You make it, uh, and then you put in a a sponge, a nice sponge first, and then your favorite chocolate pudding. Mm. And then on top, you put a nice cream. A nice whipped cream, fresh, not from a can or a tub. And that is another variation. So it just depends on what book you read. Uh how you'd like to have it. And that is the gateau. I think more traditionally though you go with the, the nice souffle sponge. But if you need a kick of chocolate, you could also kind of do the chocolate. This would it would depend if which person's coming for dessert or pudding as it were. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: pudding
3: as it were. That's that's the uh, the five points there.
2: Pip, the librarian. Sir? Yes. May I
1: yes. ask oh. an
2: historical question? Oh yes. This type of cake must have been in existence for 300 years or more 400 years
3: Uh, yes well let's think well this particular one well she was the early 1800s so yeah where are we at now 300 years yeah
2: you see Mr. Mm Blancmange
3: let's do math
2: beauty Mm -hmm. there is beauty and there are Mm -hmm. things well done and worth the time, worth the efforts in putting masters works very diligently to to bring these things. Gerald blanc Mollish, yes, with a fabulous program, fabulous. Thank
3: you. In the simplicity of the ingredients, just four little ingredients: flour, sugar, eggs, and butter. Ugh. That's it. That's it. You just There's have foods to. foods in it. that
2: ingredient list. Mm-hmm. Recently, Gerald blanc the health benefits of pudding and the variations that the goodness of pudding can bring. Mm -hmm. Four ingredients. And the truth. Go to your cupboard as you listen to this, listeners. It's at home tonight. How wonderful.
0: Thank you, sir. Yes, thank you for every pudding point that you made there, Pip the Pudding Librarian, as we roll through.
1: Pudding Master!
3: Master. Master.
0: Season 2, Episode 3 we'd like to remind you that Pudding Masters is brought to you by Uncle Dave's Tan Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's dot com, and Aunt Clutie's Personal Pudding Place. Come on down to Aunt Clutie's Personal Pudding Place and get all the pudding you need. Yes, and welcome back to Pudding Masters, and we are raging elegantly through a china shop of delights. And speaking of delights, I went out to get the post the other day. And lo and behold, came a box. And a box that had a return address from far, far away. And I took this package in and I said, Oh, goody, I love a package. And I began to open my package and this package was in a cardboard box. and It was taped all the way around, I mean... Every square inch of that box was covered in the thickest packaging tape you've seen. Nonetheless, I grabbed a blade, cut about, and opened up the box. And I pulled out some crumpled up brown paper. And underneath that was another box. And this box was taped up just as well. Again, I filleted the box to get to, yes, a very, very tightly wrapped... Cushion of air pockets that are so fun to break in your hands and pop, 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 pop. And when I finally got to the creamy center of this package, I opened it up and it said, Happy Birthday, Gerald Blancmange. And I said, Well, who could this be from? And I knew that this was only from, it could have been from one person. And what I found was the most glorious Blanc Mange Mould I've ever seen. It was white. And it's got the recipe for Brown and Paulson's cornflower Flour Blanc Mange. And of course, they wrote it upside down on the bowl. So when you turn it about, it'll be right side up. Professor McGuire, a million thank yous for this precious gift.
2: Mr. Blancmange, you're entirely welcome. Uh, belated birthday wishes, of course. And I had a representative in London hunt one down. And we found one uh, of a quality that is still usable. These were sales promotions in the 1910s over 120 years ago part of, as it were the coupon, the green book the buy one get one free of today the Amazon Prime if you would the bonus and knowing in your grandma's household still be one there but in your personal pulse of pudding it is an item that will be used, that will be enjoyed, that will be shared. Many happy returns, Mr. Blancmange. Yes. Many happy returns. And
0: thank you very much. And today, Hello. Pi- Hello. Pip, if you ever do, you have Blancmange mold or two, don't you?
1: Yes, of
3: course. I have. Uh, I have one from. Oh
1: gosh.
0: Uh, yes.
3: Hmm. Maybe not as old as that one, but it's uh, well. We have some in the archives in the basement uh, of the library, so I just save them mind.
0: So it's ah. <laughs> you know it's delightful indeed, and I can't wait to share with you this mode from far away. And uh, I shall have if I, if you may, in, if you might indulge me, I think I will read you the recipe, the recette, yep. as they would say in French. So, and what I've done here... So today, I went and got the ingredients. I went down to the market. And I went and I found some corn flour. And I didn't realize at first that corn flour meant corn starch. (laughs) But I'm glad that I didn't buy any cornmeal, Because that would have been a completely different thing altogether. I think I would have made a polenta in a mold. Which might not be a bad idea after all. (laughs) So I set about... And now... I made, th- I made the blancmange. I poured it into the mold, and now the mold's cooling. But, but, before I turn it over and unveil it to the world, I will read you the recipe. But of course, the recipe's upside down.
1: <sighs>
0: so this, my- I'm going to have to stand on my head. If you'll <laughs> pardon me.
3: Well, you do do the yoga. Yes. You do the yoga all
1: the time.
0: I'm not that good at the hand- headstand, but I'm going to try. Here we go.
1: Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Oh. Thank
0: you, thank you. I, 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 yes, very good. Okay, so starting at the top, Cornflower Blanc Mange. And the way they put Blanc Mange is not like I spell my last name. It's hyphenated and double capitalized. So Blanc, b a b l a n c hyphen, capital M, A-N-G-E. So there, very fancy and very old. Cornflower, and then cornflower itself was not one word, because I think cornflower now is one word. This again capitalized corn, capitalized flour. Corn, flour, blanc, marsh. Many capital letters there. If you may summon your. Oh, inner... might,
3: I, may, might I just pipe in for a second? Of course. I think because English is derived from German. And in German, all of the, all of the nouns are capitalized. So that might be why. But I, I, I don't know for sure. But that that may be why, since it's so old it could be but I' I don't know for sure it could just be but I don't
0: know but, very odd. very good thank you for that insight indelible and it makes me knowing I did not know that this was that old now I am quite nervous about flopping this thing over and not, breaking.
3: I know, I'm, so, I'm, not I, I'm shaking
0: in my <laughs> let
2: the headstand begin Mr.
0: here we go two and a half ounces. Parenthetically, five tablespoonfuls filled level, end of parentheses, corn flour. 21 ounces, five tablespoons of corn flour. Of quote unquote patent quality. Not just any cornstarch will do. Now, mind you, the market I had went to had one cornstarch, corn flour, and it did not say patent quality anywhere. So I took a chance. Two pints, parenthetically, three breakfast cups quite full, end of parentheses, of good sweet milk, period. <laughs> that's the only ingredients they tell you, even though that's not the only ingredients in the Blancmange. Read on. Thank you very much. Mix corn flour well. With a little of the milk. Period. Heat the rest of the milk to boiling point. Pour corn flour into heated milk, comma stirring well. Add half a teaspoonful of butter. Boil and stir well for ten minutes. Parenthetically, by the clock. Under parentheses. Sugar and flavor, if desired, but served with jam or marmalade is better. Reheat gently in mold, if desired, before the fire or in oven. Then turn out and serve, cold or hot. (laughs) And that, mysteriously and incompletely, is your recipe for the Brown and Paulson's cornflower blancmange, as it were. Pip, Professor, boil and stir well for ten minutes by the clock. Does that mean you bo- You keep it boiling while you're stirring, and by the clock, does that mean don't fucking walk away? Yes,
1: of course. Don't move.
0: By the clock. By the clock
1: is a
2: diligent well thought out, made with love, this master's have. I know you're joking. I know. That's very, that is one of the more humorous things. I raise my pudding spoon to you.
0: By the clock. Pip, what is the by the cl- does by the clock mean do not s- stop stirring the whole time? That's don't, what I... Typically-
3: yeah, stir, the, stir the entire time. Don't like not more, not less.
0: Like, and should I have kept just, it boiling the whole time?
3: Yes, and, and you know how they say, pot never boils." <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, ah. um, and maybe in clockwise. A
0: cl- by the uh,
3: clock. No, but I don't <laughs> think that matters. I don't think that. matters. Yeah. But by the clock. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, by the clock.
3: By the clock. No, I think it means just um in. It just you can't you it, don't think oh five minutes is fine because when you're stirring something for that long of a time and you've got the cornmeal in it has to thicken. Thicken. But like the thick is the is the cornmeal the cornstarch as as you call it, but the you have to just keep stirring and stirring and stirring. And your, your forearm, I know you're quite fit and you've got the fitness. And, and it's, it's, you've got the stirring and the stirring and you're tired and you've got the timer going and it's, oh, it's seven minutes. No, I've got to keep going. You have to say ten.
0: Fanny Craddock appears out of nowhere and says, no, no, do not stop stirring. It's by the clock. Tisk, tisk.
3: Yes, i behind the oven.
0: She knows. Candy Craddock would know. In full regalia. Yes, well, Pip. Professor, I can wait no longer. I am going Please. to unveil this blanc Marge that I've made ever so lovingly. And perhaps not quite accurately. <laughs> Did you not wait by the clock? <laughs> I did wait by the clock, but it was it boiled over rather quickly, and uh, then I was like, "Oh, should I boil it the whole time?" I tried boiling it most of the time, but it was quite well, hot the whole why, time, and I did stir by the sure it, clock.
1: Or, or it will
0: boil over. Of course. Ah, see, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what had happened.
3: Especially, I don't know. it that's is my okay.
0: namesake, and I'm not that good. So this is a new mode. Okay, and now I'm going to put this on on video. here and I did spray some Pam inside of it just to be safe and now I'm going to turn this over ever so delicately onto the plate here we go here we go out it came out it came in the perfect form this gelatinous beauty almost in the center the plate speckled, unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm not sure, with bur- no? with with little dark chunks that would burnt to the bottom of the pan that I was scraping off that I couldn't actually get rid of. <laughs> but I suppose it will only add flavor. So, there. Is, there.
3: is there a raspberry or a currant in there? Just
0: it's- So, as we referred to the reset, it did say... Sugar and flavor, if desired, but served with jam or marmalade is better. So it gave you an inferior choice first, and then said, "Well, I, I took that to mean screw the sugar, get the sugar in the marmalade or the jam." So uh, what, what I did was I've brought out a very, very small little jar of my favorite raspberry marmalade. I don't
1: know.
0: And I'm going to spoon it, along with. So here we go, without further ado, a first bite. And thank you to you, Professor Blancmange, and thank you to you, Pip the Pudding Librarian. I'm going to enjoy a bite of this corn flour, milk, and butter. I, I, as you were saying, Pip, they keep it simple. Yes. Simple things, yeah. Along with the glory of chemistry. Baking is chemistry. Mmm. Okay. Oh, yes. See, the way the marmalade sits upon the blancmange and the creaminess, it's very creamy. It's very. It's very it jiggles.
1: <laughs> it
0: jiggles. Like the ass of your first girlfriend. Mmm. <laughs> so. Questions. Is there anything I, is there any questions I can answer as I take this? Blanc Margin, I strip mine it with my spoon and I it's almost like porridge. It's, it's and then it it well no it's not, but it's a different form, you know, it it, it tastes mm, it tastes of cream with just a hint of butter. I
3: are you enjoying it.
0: I seem to be. <laughs> the the marmalade is is delicious. It just mixes it's right the in. The
1: marmalade is the
3: marmalade. It doesn't negate the thought of the gift. The gift to me is amazing. Oh, it's I delicious. Just, I can't. I can't get over the gift.
1: Mm. The, think, oh. My pudding think? spoon is raised. Oh.
3: Maguire, the what do you marsh. think? What do you think about this whole thing,
2: Maguire? I, I I believe what we are seeing is a simplicity from a different time. I believe what we're experiencing, or Mr. Blancmange is experiencing, is a modern diet meets basic, simple
0: ingredients. Mm, it's very good.
2: Plain, plain is fine when you do not have apricots, when you do not have raspberries where there was not supermarket but maybe a market but you found those basic ingredients and it fed the world as it is feeding mr blancmange right now i have my pudding spoon raised gerald and i can taste it while the smile i can see the smile i can taste the blancmange and i know it's a very good day the Gero Blancmange Blanc
0: It is indeed. It's and
2: a very good day for all pudding masters.
0: Yes, and as as such, uh, uh, Professor, your aptitude and depth of knowledge to bring this sort of thing, and as we know, in your pudding, your modern pudding classes, you pretty much say that the Blanc was the template by which the modern boxed instant pudding comes.
2: Indeed, it was ubiquitous for hundreds of years and technology and modernization as we spoke of with the raspberry vinegar from the medieval to the renaissance and now modern times Hmm. we speak of all these many things as pudding masters the history of pudding the joy of pudding how pudding will save the world or as the young people say now good pudding
0: Good. It's pudding. A, a
2: pleasure. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Yes, I, so let's recently let's, may I say this, I recently saw a sticker on someone's laptop and in the circle it simply said good pudding. So Gerald Pip, we are doing great things with Pudding Masters. We're doing great things and So happy you're enjoying your Blanc Mons, Gerald.
0: Gerald Mm, Blancmont Joyce's Blancmont. My namesake, yes. Yes, and thank you for that sport. And as we run through the gamut of putting... Professor Maguire, I believe you are an avid Ivy League basketball aficionado. Won't you give us an update on the ins and outs of Ivy League basketball with a segment we're calling... On the Court with Professor McGuire.
1: In
2: the 2021-2022 Ivy League basketball season, we have there is less than one month left. And for the first time, Mr. and the Ivy League will have, the first time in two years, the Ivy League will play a championship game. And as you know, championship games in the Ivy League are less than 10 years old. A very new change, if you would, modernization. And there are four teams invited to the tournament. And it is played at La on Harvard. If you've ever been to that, as they call it, Old Barn, there are 1,600 fans allowed in, and the top four teams in both the men's and the women's Ivy League basketball will be invited. And Harvard is in difficult shape on the men's side to make their home court tournament. Yale is very good. Penn is very good. Princeton, Princeton Tigers, I've played many a basketball game in their gym. Mm. And then Cornell and or Harvard will make the playoffs. On the women's side, Princeton is very good. Columbia women are fantastic, followed by Yale, followed by Harvard. And it struck me that in this 2022 Ivy League basketball playoff, the women's basketball team is locked in. And the men's basketball team is scuffling. That's my Ivy League basketball update, yeah, Gerald.
0: Yeah, it's very good. Get Thank it. you.
2: I will be attending this tournament. It's fantastic sport. The young men and the young women there, um, tremendous athletes. And for $20 for each day, I will have seven rows from courtside enjoying <laughs> some tremendous Ivy League basketball. Uh, if you're in Boston... Beginning of March, please find yourself at the La Verde, a fantastic barn, a fantastic basketball time uh, sure to come. And thank you for the Basketball Minute, Mr. Blancpache. Are you
1: doing
3: a meet and greet this year?
2: Excuse me, Pip?
3: Are you doing a meet and greet at the, at the
2: basketball? The focus will not be on myself nor pudding. The focus will simply be on the athletes and the events. No meets and greets. There are people wave to me. There are people who call out, Professor, Professor, and 99 people turn their heads. And I find that to be funny. But when it's Professor in two claps, when it's Professor in two claps, then I raise my hand so that's your and have call. everyone calm yes, down. Indeed. Professor, yes. clap,
1: clap. Okay. That's how it's been there
2: and i wave and again our focus is on the athletics.
1: Um.
0: <laughs> yes, and our focus now changes to the finale. <laughs> Oh no, there's only one more thing to do. I'm Joe Blancmange. That's Pip the Pudding Librarian. And that's Professor McGuire. And now we go into our own little corner, the Pudding Hall's basement. I like to call the limerick corner yes everybody brings pudding everybody brings a spoon to the pudding masters and everybody brings a limerick so off we go pip the pudding librarian bat lead off, as some say regale us with your limerick of the week i'm
3: in the box i'm in the box okay Roman Empire. Her love took her to France and then higher. Sadly, Napoleon died. Marie Louise then cried. The Gateau Marie Louise. Fit
0: fire. Yes, yes. Oh, that was delightful. That was a great one. Oh, please, please, Pip the Pudding Librarian, once more for the children.
1: Okay.
3: Here we are. Here we are. Born of the Holy Roman Empire. Her love took her to France and then higher. Sadly, Napoleon tied. Marie Louise then cried. The Gateau Marie Louise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, limericks. Pudding Master, limerick master. Pipped the pudding librarian. And across the other corner. He sits cross-legged in a chair with a pipe in one hand and a book in the other, a newsboy hat and very, very chic glasses. Professor McGuire, please, your limerick.
2: Pudding 99. In the halls of pudding we cooked, invited guests with wide eyes looked. Grab a dish. Make a wish. And everyone was soon hope. Well,
1: yeah. well done. <laughs> well done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a journey indeed. Please, please, once again, Professor McGuire.
2: Pudding 99. In the halls of pudding we cooked, invited guests. With wide eyes looked, grab a dish, make a wish, and everyone was hooked.
0: Yes. yes. Ah, yes.
2: Four ingredients, Gerald Blancmange, maybe five.
1: The
0: beauty and the simplicity. The beauty in the foot. The beauty in the limerick. And great minds think alike, Pip. Oh. For I think our limericks are similar. Yep. As they should be, as the theme begets. Napoleon's second empress, that tease. She was so very easy to please. He gave her a rifle. She gave him a trifle. And said, voici, crammerie Louise.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh. Marge, please.
2: We're writing slowly. Would you say that again, please?
0: Napoleon's second empress, that tease. She was so very easy to please. He gave her a rifle. She gave him a trifle and said, Voici, Mère Louise. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh,
0: delightful. Merci, merci. Uh, Professor Maguire, wonderful job. Pip the Pudding Librarian, I think that was your finest work yet. A delicious and delightful, Limerick. Thank you, so. And thank you for all your input. And we thank you at home for enjoying episode three of season two of Pudding Masters. Pudding Masters is brought to you by Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tain Cream dot com, and Aunt Clutie's Personal Pudding Place. Come on down to Aunt Clutie's Personal Pudding Place and get all the pudding you need.